the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Lindsay Barnett. Welcome back to the London Free Press Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. I'm your host, Lindsay Barnett, and we are switching gears a little bit today. I'm joined by London Free Press sports reporter, Ryan Payette. Ryan, how are you today? Great, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I always look forward to our chats. I'm a big hockey fan, big Knights fan. Um, that being said, I'm I'm not as jazzed about our conversation today because it's it's not as shiny as I would like it to be the London Knights as of late um it's it's not been what a, a Knights fan is typically used to so I've lived in London for 11 years now I've been a fan since I moved here and I don't know that I have ever seen such struggles in so many different areas with regards to the Knights as a fan we are used to this kind of elite level of play I don't know that uh any other OHL team pumps out NHLers at the rate the hunters and the knights do. So let's kind of there's a lot to unpack here with regards to the struggles that the knights have been dealing with lately. Let's just kind of what what's been happening. Yeah, well, uh, just to, to add on to, you know, your experience with the knights like um I have seen the team struggle at the start of the season where it didn't really have an identity or maybe, you know, there wasn't a goalie or they had to make a couple trades and, and it'd be like and, and it was like you know, really bad and they couldn't win. And you're like, oh my God, this looks like they're going to finish like, like maybe miss the playoffs. Right. And then it wouldn't, they, they'd write themselves and they go on a big winning streak and they'd look like the best team in the league. And, you know, a lot of times it ended up where they were the best team in the league. So, you, you know, it's, but it, the timing of it, Lindsay, I think is the most interesting part is I, I, I can't recall one where it was, you know, this late in the season, with, with, you know, like so much to, you, and, you, and their position uh, not established yet, like where you don't know if they're going to finish first or they will they drop out like down to fifth or something like that. Um, I, I've never seen it like that. So I can see why, uh, and I would say that my, uh, my interaction with fans has become, it, it's the same thing, uh, you, you know, where it's like people are like breaking down the team and saying, well, here, here's the problems. And, and it really, it's multifaceted. There are a number of problems. It's not just one thing. Absolutely. You make such a good point. I should have mentioned that we've seen them try to figure things out in October and November, but this late in the season, it's kind of like, it's kind of cring cringy for lack of a better word. I'm just, I'm a little nervous to be honest, goaltending, obviously a big issue right now. It's been a bit of a revolving door. Uh, defensively, we're seeing some struggles happening. Um, What's the latest? Because I know you spoke to Brett a couple of days ago. What's the latest with him and his ankle? I know he had a uh, minor surgery on it. What's going on there? Yeah, I I, uh, I talked to Brett Brochu and uh, it was nice to talk to him. Usually I, I don't talk to injured players, um, but I thought this was kind of an exceptional circumstance. Uh, he means so much to the team. Him and Luke Evangelista, if you remember at the start of the year, like they're winning games, like primarily because of those two guys and their their performance. And, um, you know, that really uh, no team in the Canadian Hockey League can afford to lose um, guys like that. And so the Knights did. And it was a it was a it was a huge impact. And I, I think also the timing of, of so when we we're in Kitchener and, and, you know, he went down and it was a freak 
it was not like a uh, ranger ran into him or something. He just kind of collapsed in the crease and, uh, you know, had to be helped off the ice. And, you know, that obviously that casts a pall over, over the entire team because they know what he means to the team. And, you know, the timing of it was terrible because it was the start of this stretch that of eight games in 13 days, with the, which the Knights have just finished. And that was, I, I haven't seen a stretch like that. That's kind of like a playoff uh, you, you don't even play that many games in a playoff series, right? You usually play like seven and 14 if it goes the distance kind of thing. So th this was an incredibly bad stretch. And this happened in the first game of, of, of that stretch. And so the, the Knights, and it came in, you know, where in, in March where, you know, your team's set. You can, there's not much you can do anymore. Um, it, you know, it didn't happen in the fall or something where you can say, oh, we're, we got to go trade for a goalie or, you know, like a, a goalie. Now, a lot of people are talking about, well, why did the Knights trade Matt Onushka? And, uh, you know, Brett kind of addressed that. Um, you know, the, the plan this year, like it was when Michael Hauser was here and uh, when Tyler Parsons was here, but Tyler, you, you know, got, got hurt, so um, he couldn't do it. But um, there was to play 60 games. And, and so that means, you know, Matt Onushka is a 19-year-old um, and, you know, deserves to play. It, it, you know, at this point, he deserves to, to play. Uh, so they traded him to Windsor. And uh, he's become he's become Windsor's starting goalie, and you know Windsor just took over first place. So you know it does look like a, there's a ricochet there where it's like you know what what are Mark and Dale Hunter doing here? You know they are trying to do right by a kid. And Brett Brett addressed this. Uh, I stand behind them because the plan was for me to play you know 60 62 games like Michael Hauser did 10 years ago, and 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 you know that was that was and then play all the playoff games. And so um, trading Anushka left them a little bit vulnerable in the net because then you have um, uh, Owen Flores, who's a rookie. And remember, he, he, he's coming at this from the first time. He, he wasn't around last year because nobody was around last year because of COVID. So a, a real true 17-year-old rookie goalie. And, you know, I'm, he, he, played, he did tell me he played some games in the U.S., but, you know, it's not the same. It's not even junior hockey, right? Like it's like midget and stuff like that. So it's not, it's not the same. Uh, the shooting, uh, as, as most goaltenders would tell you, the shooting, as you go each level, it's a big eye, eye opener for the, for the level of shots and, you know, where they're placed and the, how hard they are uh, each time you go up the, the, the rung. So that's tough. And then Owen Wilmore who, uh, from St. Thomas Stars and Aiden Berry have come in the last couple of weeks and, you know, they're, they're, they're just like, that's like emergency, like put the, put the thumb in the, in the dike cause it's leaking kind of thing. Right. The old, uh, put, you know, you know, patch it up kind of thing, because uh, even though Owen Wilmore is a, is a prospect and um, he's won them some games. I mean, he's, you know, you know, these guys are, are trying to become junior B starters. Aiden Berry's had a very good, um, you, you know, he's done very well in, in, uh, in, with the London nationals too. But again, another big step for a guy that had hardly ever practiced before he, he got in against Sarnia. So yeah, Brett, um, the, the, Brett had minor surgery, um, you know, uh, I want to say over a week ago. And he's, he has crutches and a boot. But if you know Brett Brochu, he's, he's in the rink every morning at 8 o'clock. This is his life. He, he eats, drinks, and sleeps hockey. So, um, it, you know, he's, he's trying to get back as quick as he can. With this type of injury, I'm told, it doesn't, it just depends on the individual. It doesn't matter how hard you work. It's just your own healing process. They like the month, you know, they like the month or so. They, they keep talking about he should be back before the playoffs. And of course he be, being, you know, a, a confident, a confident 19 year old kid said, 
you know, you haven't seen the last of me, which is, you know, we've heard this before and then we've seen the last of the guy, but you know, you're hoping you're, you know, you're hoping that, you know, for the night's sake that, um, that, that he does get back in there. And, you know, I don't think he'll, he's the kind of guy that prepares and he, and he's such a good player that he won't need a lot of, you know, if he had to step in in game one in the, a playoff series, uh, he could brush the dust off and the rust off and basically a period kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it's been, it, it, you know, it's been interesting. And he's, he's talking to these young goalies. He's, he's trying to pump them up, but it's, you know, his first, his first year, you know, he was surrounded by uh, veteran goalies and, you know, before he took on the big job, they brought in Dylan Miskew, who's at Western now. And, um, you know, so there was always that backup plan. These guys, there is no backup plan. It's like, you know, you don't have an older guy there. It's sink or swim kind of each night. And, uh, you know, the other teams know that. And uh, right now the Knights are trying to outscore, uh, outscore their issue because uh, I mean, Frankly, I think these goalies have a lot of, like a lot of them have promise here. The three, the three boys have promise, but you look at their stats, like if you're a fan and you look at the stats, you're like, wow, this isn't, this isn't good. It kind of, what the Leafs have been through, uh, you know, the, the, it's funny that there's a Mark Hunter connection there, uh, formerly of the Leafs, but uh, you know, now he's facing some of the, the same troubles that um, his, his, uh, his former uh, co-assistant GM uh, Kyle Dubas is facing in Toronto. Absolutely. It very much was a all eggs in one basket kind of situation. And as a fan, I hope, I sincerely hope that we do see Brett back in time for the playoffs, but there's a real concern here. The last few games have been pretty high scoring, which I think is uh, interesting in several facets. You don't often see such high scoring games on both sides. And I think the Knights, the last time they allowed 10 goals in was back in 05, 06. Like it's been, it's been a very, very long time. If we're watching this team and Brett doesn't make it back for the first round of the playoffs, do we think that there is a real chance here? Cause I think the Knights are in third in the Western conference right now. If they play Sarnia, I'm kind of watching like this year against Sarnia has been wild. They've dropped six of the last seven meetings this season. And Sarnia is not normally as much of a concern as we're seeing this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, I want to say the last time they won the season, Sarnia won the season series with London that Steven Stamkos was on the team. So you're going back 16 years or so. Um, and a lot of coaches and, and GMs along the way. So, I, I, you know, I, it, I think it's, you know, I think there are a, a lot of times too much is made of the regular season head to head. I've seen, I've seen teams beat um, other teams six times in a row during the regular season and own them. And then they lose a playoff series to them. So, you know, but there are some indicators in this, that they, London cannot stop the Sarnia's thing this year. It's not just that the Sarnia is winning. They're not just winning like you know fluking out a third period goal or something like that they're like they're scoring a lot of goals like a lot of goals and the, to me that's a defensive structure system uh sarnia plays a similar style with al Latang, uh very good coach um he helped dale hunter at the uh, world juniors a couple years ago um in in ostrava when they won the gold medal but he, he's a he's a real good coach and um you know he's playing more the flint uh, Sault Ste. Marie, like high octane, like we'll, 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 uh, send four guys up. So, you know, we'll, we'll give up our, our zone to try to get a rush chance the other way is kind of the way Sarnia plays and London's more, 
they like to, you know, kind of grind it down low. And then defensively, they like to stand at the red line or blue line and try to get force a turnover to get the puck to Luke Evangelista and Stranges and those guys. Right. So uh, this, this has been a terrible matchup for them. And, you know, I want to, I want to point out Lindsay that um, Sarnia, it seems to score on them late in the games. And that's been a huge problem for the Knights. They've given up 16 goals in the third period in the last four games. And that's, that's a ridiculous amount. I, I've seen like two months go by and the Knights haven't, you know, when Knights have had their solid defensive structure, they haven't given up 16 goals in the third period for two months and they've done it in four games here. So like a week. So, and sorry, you got seven uh, the other night in that 10, four, like people might forget, but the Knights were winning that game. And then after Sarnia took the lead, they had a goal, uh, Sean McGurn, a goal called back for kicking it in, which is, was a disputed goal, but you know, you, you got to shake it off and come back from it. And they, and they, it totally, Sarnia just poured it on. And a lot of guys, um, so Sarnia would be really confident going into a series against the Knights for sure. And, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes teams are bad matchups. Like sometimes you just, your personnel, and we, we thought that with Guelph, like London and Guelph did not match up very well. London's kind of figured out. Um, London hammered Kitchener five games. Now they can't beat Kitchener. And, you know, it, it can only take one game that changes the tide. But, you know, I, I can pretty much say I, I haven't seen a team uh, handle the Knights quite like Sarnia has this year. And it, it's got to be concerning. And it's kind of like if you can if you can win a couple games or something and avoid that matchup, that, that, might, be a, <laughs> that might be a good thing for the Knights. But, you, you know, I because I, 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 they beat them with Brett Brochu and Nett too. So, you know, it's, it's, they've, they've thrown everything at the wall and it, it hasn't stuck yet. So good on Sarnia. And, you know, Sarnia hasn't beat a ton of a lot of other teams. They seem to own London and they're still kind of scraping for the playoffs. So, you know, it'll be, they play again uh, uh, the last game of the season uh, in London. So that'll be an interesting one to see how the points are in the standings and see kind of what happens and who the matchups kind of are at that point. Uh, on, on who's going to try to win that game. <laughs> Absolutely. We talk about third period woes and I'm a Leafs fan and that's all I'm seeing right now is like the third period <laughs> collapse and you just, you just shake your head because you don't know what else to do. We've talked a lot about Brett during this podcast. Um, and obviously the team is feeling his absence, but a couple weeks before his injury, we were seeing them drop some games, even if he does come back. Cause we are running out of time. What do you, if in your crystal ball, this is unfair, but I love to put you on the spot. What do you see for the Knights for the rest of the season, Ryan? Well, I, I think they're going to, even if they get Brett Brochu back, they're going to be in tough in the first round of the playoffs. Like this will be one year where like we used to just like say, oh, okay, they're going to win in the first round, like no problem. Right. And you know, they'll, you know, maybe it'll go to six games or something like that, but they win it. This, this is going to be a year where they're, they're going to they're they're going to you know have to really look at themselves and I know they are right now but this this defensive structure they have kind of a man to man doesn't seem to fit the personnel they have right now and the blue line's been kind of a, a problem all year it was supposed to be the strength of this team was the defense but as we know uh, Karel Steklov and Logan Mayu came at midseason and uh, and Logan you know has not played very much hockey he's been injured a lot. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the guys have been suspended uh, and, and a lot of has fallen on Jared Keane to play huge minutes, 30 minutes a night. And not not too many guys in junior can handle playing half the game. So, you know, that, and that's kind of what we see. Like they, they, they will they will lock down a team like Guelph for Sarnia for 40 minutes, 20 minutes, 40 minutes. And then 
you know, kind of the, 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 the big waterfall comes and they, and they can't really stop it. And that, that's, it's going to be interesting to see again, they got three and three coming up. So it'll be interesting against good teams. It'll be interesting to see if, if, if they can kind of turn this around because now they've had some time off. Uh, they've been over that busy stretch, but yeah, Lindsay, um, first round, first round is going to be a, a nail biter in a battle. It's going to be all eyes on Brett Brochu and his return potentially. Thank you so much for your time today, Ryan. I really appreciate it. I look forward to our next catch up and hopefully things are going in a different direction for the Knights. Really do wish them well. Uh, If you've been enjoying this, I say it every single week. Don't forget, you can always hit subscribe if you haven't done so. We are streaming on all of the major podcast platforms. We'll be back again next Thursday with another edition of the London Free Press podcast. Until then, stay well.